0: And welcome back to Ocean State Job Lots Park in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, where we're headed into the top of the third inning with the fourth place Winsocket Blackstones taking on division rivals, the Yonkers Unionizers, who currently sit at 10-3 and three in first place. Dan, this is a good one. You can feel the bad blood from all the way up here. Absolutely. These first couple innings, they've been tense. They've been tight. We've got Kelly Tavares on the mound for the Unionizers, and the Blackstones are throwing Charlie Bassett, who, might I say, has been pitching above his head so So far, Uh,
1: no hits on either side. He is really having a great season so far and really a nice story. Uh, He's an Iraq war veteran, played minor league baseball for uh, nearly a decade, finally getting a chance here on the big stage. It's a heartwarming
0: story for sure, especially in this era of the Penzi pinky juiced ball. You would think a fly ball pitcher wouldn't fare so well, but those balls have not been leaving the yard for Charlie Bassett so far
1: guy like this you know war hero uh he's not gonna be juicing balls dan
0: you know that no 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 it's often not the pitcher juicing the ball they they don't like the ball to be juiced i'm
1: just wanting oh, you so to be i guess clear it's not because he's a veteran
0: is. dan is that it
1: he's not a hero is that what you're saying no
0: he's i i did not say no he's a hero yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh charlie a true american hero
1: you know i get worked up about the war
0: yeah any war Absolutely. Well, we're hoping that he he keeps it rolling here in the top of the third with Garv McClintock, the catcher for the
1: Unionizers, coming up to bat. You know what war I get the most jazzed about, Dan, and that's wins above replacement. And I know you've been encouraging me to investigate the advanced metrics lately, and I, I have been, and I've come to the conclusion that it's time for me to get serious about advanced stats. Wow.
0: Folks, this is uh, history being made here on WON. Okay, boom, I love to hear it. Uh, Garv McClintock coming up. You're going to like this. Blackstones are shifting on him because he's a lefty pole hitter. They're shifting. All the infielders are off to the right side. I love it. Excellent call by Tim Carroll. He's a strategist, Dan.
1: That's what he is.
0: Charlie Bassett ready to go. Here's the pitch. Garve McClintock lays down a bunt. He puts the bunt down. He gets past the mound, beats the shift, and the catcher is on first with a bunt single here in the top of the third. That is just despicable, Dan. Absolutely
1: despicable.
0: Wow. And it looks like Barnaby Cooper, the umpire, agrees with you, Boone, because he is tossing Garv McClintock out of this game. Attaboy, Coop! Garv was just ejected. Now, you know this. You know this about Barnaby Cooper. He's infamous around the league for enforcing the unwritten rules of baseball and here I mean, this is an extreme case of this. He is tossing somebody for for breaking up a quote-unquote no-hitter. We're only in the third inning here, Boom.
1: I say good on you, Coop. It's absolutely despicable to lay down a bunt to break a no-hitter. It's disgusting. Garve is hes arguing his case, but I don't think
0: he's going to win. Barnaby has crossed his arms and is facing the other direction. Hold the line, Coop. The people here in Woonsocket are having a ball. They are loving it. This rivalry just got jacked
1: up another notch here in the third inning. Things are tense. You can see the wolf. Wolves the, in the dugouts. They seem to be ready to burst out at any moment, Dan. I, for one, am a little scared of what could happen here today. It's true. Veterans on both sides are on the top step. We've got Tim Carroll over on the home first base side. Now, Tim needs to keep a cool head here. As the manager and the player, you don't want to get tossed. Then no. you're shooting yourself in the foot twice. Chip Chupley coming up.
0: Alex Swanson comes in to run for Garv McClintock at first base. Chip Chupley, of course, is the right fielder for the Unionizers. He's a product of the Unionizers Youth Academy, boom, which, in which they pluck up youths who are good at baseball and make them do nothing but play baseball for years and years, which is why they've had such good young talent these last couple of years.
1: And frankly, it's something I wish that the Blackstones organization was a little more willing to look into, Dan, because the uh, the Unionizers are developing a, a death squad of youth talent. They are clinical in their execution it reminds me a bit of ancient sparta dan where the most promising youths were plucked away from their families and sent out to the remote wilderness to survive for years on end And when they would return they would come back hardened warriors with no familial ties and nothing but death in their hearts and i think that's what we need more of in this league here's the
0: pitch to chip Chupley. It's a soft grounder to first base. Zelio Tapazzini charges in, looks to second, but he's not going to have a play there. He tosses to Bassett, covering at first base for the out. We've got one out here in the third, and Alex Swanson advances to second base. For me, baseball has always been a fun game here, Boom. I'm, I'm going to say I would not put my child in one of these academies, and you're saying we should pluck them oh, regardless. Yes, oh, of-
1: i yes. Forget about putting your child. I'm saying that if your child shows even a modicum of potential, he should be plucked in the night by a team of special agents and taken to a remote academy where his skills are honed and sharpened into a fine point. Anibal Otero steps
0: into the batter's box against Charlie Bassett.
1: You know what we had to do to make the team back in the 40s, Dan? Oh, boy, I, I don't. Bassett delivers a strike to Otero. The veterans would uh, would grab you, much as I'm describing. In the middle of the night, they'd pull you out of the hotel... They would drag you screaming with a bag over your head to the parking lot where they would put you in a makeshift octagon, uh, and then you would be forced to fight a wild dog that they had corralled from the streets. And if you succeeded, uh, you were allowed to go back to sleep. If you failed, well, Dan, what do you think happened? I have no idea. You were cut from the team? I'd really better not say, Dan. A lot of those guys would... Uh... Would, oh, you uh, got eaten by the dog. That's oh my
0: god. The guys were getting eaten by dogs. Not eaten.
1: Not eaten, Dan. Just kinda gnawed on until they learned.
0: Here's the pitch. Annabelle Otero swings. That's a high fly ball to right field. It is off the wall. He's rounding first. It looks like he's not slowing down. Diedrich Dahlbeck scoops up the ball. He hits the cutoff, man. The throw-in is not going to be in time, and Otero is slides into third base safely without a throw with an RBI triple here in the third. It is one to nothing. The Unionizers strike
1: first. You know what, Dan? I really do like this new kid, Diedrich. It's about time that uh, we uh, see an influx of Europeans into the league. Uh, Diedrich, of course, uh, the German prospect. Uh, came up in the um, in the Rhinebeck region. Uh, he used to practice against the broadside of his parents' barn. That's true. When people would say uh, you couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, he in fact says, "Yes, I can." He would say, "Of course I can. I grew up playing against a broadside of a barn." The Germans not known for their humor, Dan.
0: No, no, Diedrich Dahlbeck, Not a great interview either. He he's not very forthcoming with much information.
1: Stern and serious, especially when you bring up his great grandfather's Nazi past which every other reporter tries not to do, but boom, you seem to
0: you seem to really needle him about that.
1: Well, Dan, I have a nose for the truth and a passion for World War II history, and between those two things, I have no choice but to press on.
0: Jake Miller steps into the box here for the Unionizers. Charlie Bassett trying to regain his composure. We've got one out here in the top of the third inning as Jake Miller takes a strike. Jake Miller, the young second baseman for the Unionizers. Not a product of their academy, he... He came up the normal way, you know, seemed to have a loving family, and he's worked out just fine. All right,
1: Dan, I get it. You don't think the Academy's a good idea, but if kids aren't plucked from their homes and forced into a lifetime of hard labor, then I don't really see how this league has a future. Just for fun? Just people like it? You know what, Dan? That's a naive viewpoint. I hate to call you out like this on the air, but just for fun, Dan, at the end of the day, this league is a business. It functions more like a city-state than a business, frankly, much like the ancient city-state of Sparta. As such, we need to begin treating our youths with the same stern parenting that the Spartans had. Here's the
0: pitch to Jake Miller. Swings, it's a high fly ball to left field. Rolando Reyes, he gets under it and hauls it in for out number two. Honestly, I think we've seen too many fights already this year. For me, I think violence has no place in the game. I am a believer in the the sport itself: throwing the ball, hitting the ball, testing your athletic prowess in that way, running, swinging. All yes, of that. running
1: and swinging, Dan. But I like when the boys get after it. Can you blame me? Maybe I'm old school. Maybe I never went to school. Yeah,
0: well, but I'm from the school true. of hard
1: knocks, Dan, and I love watching people get knocked hard. Paulie Esposito. Coming up to bat oh, now, Esposito. You can hear yeah. the jeers coming from oh, the stands, Dan. Yeah.
0: They, Paulie Esposito, is not popular here in Woonsocket,
1: Rhode Island. Dan, that is the understatement of the century. They hate him. Did you see what was happening in the parking lot before the game? They were burning him in effigy,
0: Dan. Yeah, that was not a good look for Blackstones fans. Surely, definitely not a good look that I saw you in there amongst the masses, tossing things at the body. I was
1: in the middle of the fray, Dan. They almost lit me on
0: fire. Paulie, a Yonkers native, beloved by fans of the Unionizers, but he really gets under the skin of a lot of Blackstone's players. Right now he's calling his shot. He's pointing out to dead center. That
1: cocky SOB. Who does he think he is, Dan?
0: Well, he hasn't faced much adversity. He, Since he's come into the league, he's hit really well. Really a, a great player. Here's the first pitch. It's a ball just outside from Charlie Bassett. Come on, Charlie. Charlie's seen tougher times than this, as the second pitch is uh, another ball in the dirt. The count is 2-0. Oh.
1: A lot of uh, commentators uh, wonder if Charlie Bassett's uh, aluminum feet are an advantage. I would say they're not, but th- it, is a, it is a topic of conversation. Well, remember that uh, South African Olympic athlete? Oh, boy, yeah. yeah. And I'm he afraid. had, like, uh, some kind of metal claws or something, and he killed his girlfriend, Dan. I'm just saying, perhaps <laughs> the metal affects your brain. Yeah. We do the aluminum could seep into your bloodstream, Dan, and make you do terrible, terrible
0: things. Now this is a theory you've presented on the air before, and I will say again, we do not believe that the aluminum or anyone with any appendage. Why do you think it's called the Illuminati,
1: Dan? For entirely different reasons. That's what they want you to think, Dan. It's time to pull the wool from over your eyes, my sweet little sheep. Oh my god. Oh boy. Here's the two-o to Polly Esposito.
0: He hits it to deep center. Wow! He called this one. Is that going to be gone? No, it's off the wall and it bounces off the bottom of the wall, and that goes skipping into right center field. It skirts past Dietrich, who is backing up. Stanley Thomas has to run and get it now, and he's heading to third with a triple. Esposito in with a second triple of the inning for the Unionizers. It is now two to nothing. Yonkers on top.
1: You know, Paulie Esposito, according to my advanced metrics, is about three meatballs shy of a palm, Dan. I had such faith that you were truly getting into
0: real stats here, Boom. A parm is not a measurement of anything. Don't Please don't quickly try to come up with what uh, that Dan, what, what do you mean a parm for. isn't
1: anything? Player above replacement metric. It's what you love, Dan. And when I say it, you don't like it. I'm sorry. And Dan, what do you think three meatballs are except for another triple? Everything I'm saying, Dan, is really part of your school of thought, but when I say it, you can't accept it. Perhaps I... I am so used to you not being on board with the stats that I,
0: I'm I'm selling you a little short here, boom. I'm Maybe. just saying,
1: Dan, Pauly Esposito's a few pepperonis shy of a calzoni.
0: Well, Skip Torque heading into bat. Skip Torque the big off-season acquisition for the unionizers. Calzoni, a- Dan.
1: Catchers above long-term zone operational new era. The hat. Calzoni, Dan. Uh, it's a statistic about how the tightness of a player's hat impacts his ability to function in clutch situations. And you don't think Pauly has what it
0: takes. He doesn't measure up well in that I'm metric. just saying he's wearing a loose hat, then. And Skip Tork, we're going to put him on intentionally here. looks like Tim Carroll's calling for the walk by Excellent yelling... Excellent
1: call, Timmy! He's
0: yelling, walk him, and so they're going to walk Skip Tork. Torque. Torque is a big hitter, Dan. I think that's the right call. And that's right. He hit 59 home runs last year, led the league, and was a huge acquisition for the Unionizers to complement all their young talent. I can't believe they
1: brought a guy like Skip Tork in. An absolute power player, Dan. One of the most ferocious hitters I've seen in years.
0: He trots down to first base. Travis Hill coming up to bat, the left fielder. Travis Hill, another product of their uh, Youth Academy. Now, Travis hasn't actually seen his family since he was taken from his home as an 11-year-old, and this is actually a very special treat. We have on the microphone right now Travis's mother, Elaine Hill. Elaine lives right here in Rhode Island, so we set up a meeting between her and her son before the game, and she's agreed to talk to us now. Elaine, tell us, how special was it to see your son for the first time in 12 years? Hello? Hello? Yes, hello. What what is going through your mind after what I can imagine was an emotional reunion?
2: I I don't know. My little boy. My child. Where has he gone? I, I don't know where he is.
0: He's uh he, he's playing for the unionizers. You know, I can imagine it's tough to wrap your head around your own kid playing here in the professional league of baseball, huh?
2: That's not my Travis. (laughs) No, 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 no. That is not my Travis. That's not the Travis that was taken from me all those years ago. My boy was sweet. He was kind. He was gentle. I do not know that man they put in front of me today.
0: You know I, I can imagine it's difficult after it's been so long to see your son, but uh that's that is him ms hill that's That's Travis. you met him in the clubhouse earlier this afternoon, this
2: afternoon, in that locker room, I stared into the icy, cold eyes of death, implanted in that human skull were two caverns darker than dark. Emptier than empty. More unknowable than the eternity that follows our final breath on this earth. There just, there was no soul hidden behind those eyes. It was just a, it was a gutted husk where a human heart should be.
0: Well, uh, thank you for taking the time to speak with us, Elaine. Have you? You have a great day now.
2: Thank you for having me, Don. I'm so... I'm so happy. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for trying. Thank you for trying to find Travis.
0: Wow. You know, we try to do uh, one, one heartwarming story here on WON, and... Uh, Yikes.
1: Well, the problem is, when you take a kid from his home at a young age... Yeah, he becomes, let's hear it. There uh, are some problems, right, Boom? He becomes uh, inhuman and unfeeling, and once you get a kid like that in his element, he becomes a killer, and all he knows is death.
0: Well, there were a bunch of mound visits during this at-bat. The count is now full. Here's the pitch to Travis Hill, and that's another high fly ball. Back, Denley Thomas third, backs onto the warning track, and he hauls it in right at the base of the wall stanley thomas the pulls in the third out of the inning top of the third is over with the yonkers unionizers ahead 2 nothing. here on and the blackstones radio network
1: hi i'm nathan duquette of the one socket blackstones your favorite team people are always asking me if i were to go back to school to study criminal justice what school would i choose and I always tell them that my number one choice would be the Coventry Academy for Criminal Justice. They offer top-notch courses in crime theory, officer training, and forensic testing like the hit television series CSI. When I'm not out there on the diamond, I'm reading up on the best correctional officer educational institutions in Southern New England and the Coventry Academy for Criminal Justice consistently ranks in the top 12. They even offer online courses which are perfect for busy people like me, a baseball player. So take it from me, Nathan Duquette, That if I had any interest in a career as a police officer, the first place I would choose would be the Coventry Academy for Criminal Justice, and you should too. It's a real hit.
0: Welcome back to Ocean State Job Lot Park. Here in the bottom of the eighth inning, the Woonsocket Blackstones trail the Yonkers Unionizers three to nothing. The Blackstones have been. Pretty much blanked here throughout the game. They didn't get their first hit off Kelly Tavares until the fifth inning and haven't been able to put a single run across. Randy Dominique is coming up to bat here in the eighth against the new Unionizers pitcher, Jonathan Kane. Kane looking to support all the hard work Kelly Tavares put into this game. Here's Randy Dominique. He's hitting a pretty abysmal 140 on the season. Really hasn't been able to put it together in his first full season in the big leagues. He takes ball one.
1: You know, I like Randy Dominique's spirit. He's a spiritual man. He wears a massive rosary bead uh, at every at-bat. And, you know, it makes me think that he's playing for something uh, above himself, Dan. Like the, the Christian god? Is that... Uh, no, Dan, I don't know what you mean. Um, I think he is in the pocket of How do you not big know what I mean? bead. Oh. I think Randy Dominique has been bought off by the, um, the bead makers of and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I've obviously got some... Deals with the bead lobby as well. It's a but thriving industry in one socket. We all know this, but at the same time, I just think Randy Dominique could be a little more upfront about it. Jonathan Kane, a fastball pitcher,
0: looks like he's going to throw one now as the catcher Alex Swanson puts down one. Here's the pitch. Randy Dominique swings and he hits it far to right center field. Oh, baby. This could be his first homer of the year. It is Randy Dominique. And just
1: like that, the Blackstones are on the board. They have life here in the eighth. Dust off your binoculars because that dinger went south for the winter. Dan, I said, dust off your binoculars. Because that bird has taken flight. And how What's do you, the tail of the tape,
0: Dan. How do you want me to respond? You, you Dan, need me to respond to your quips? The tail of the tape the is tail of the tape, 418 feet. 418? Uh, I was close. You didn't guess a number. Here's Stanley Thomas III coming up to bat. He has not been hitting this year either. Part of why the Blackstones have gone one in five of the last stretch of games
1: and are now five and eight in fourth place. I just don't understand, Dan. I, you know, I love Timmy. I love Timmy Carroll with all my heart, but I just yeah. don't know. If this decision was the right one. Stanley Thomas is not a leadoff man, Dan. He just isn't.
0: No, he hasn't shown it this year. He and doesn't have the wheels to be driving up front. He hits home runs and he strikes out. He has not been getting on base the way you would hope a leadoff hitter would. And here's the first pitch from Jonathan Kane. Ooh, and he plunks him. Plunks Stanley Thomas right between the shoulder blades. And that doesn't look good. Stanley Thomas is staring down Jonathan Kane as he Dan walks towards first. Dan, things seem to be escalating here. It is getting... Very tense. And what's this? Okay, Barnaby Cooper has approached, he's approached the dugout for the Blackstones, and he is tossing Charlie Bassett out of this game, saying, I don't think you have what it takes to retaliate against their players and therefore I'm going to toss you wow unbelievable Dan a preemptive ejection I've never seen anything like this it's a preemptive ejection of an unwritten rule this is unprecedented we are Barbara in new territory here Dan and it is dangerous territory because dangerous. the people of Socket
1: are not happy they are just now catching on to what happened And they are booing. The stands are really taking on the appearance of some sort of Spartan war rally, Dan. The fans are pounding on the bleachers, and the sound is absolutely thunderous, Dan.
0: Travis Hill has dropped his glove and is ready to fight. It's apparently bringing back memories of the Yonkers
1: Unionizers Youth Academy. Dan, I mean, this rivalry stretches back decades. This is just another iteration of an ancient struggle between good and evil. Pauly Esposito
0: out in center field, pumping up the crowd. He loves the taunts. Wow, this is looking like our last time we... Called a game between these two, Boom, which I didn't really want to bring
1: up, but when we were in Yonkers and you were accosting some fans... Do you remember how we had to barricade ourselves inside the announcer's booth for yes. three innings while they pounded on the door, trying to intimidate us?
0: We did not get to announce much of the game.
1: Even it was security ugly.
0: turned on us, Dan. They were they supposed did.
1: to be protecting us, but they were well. right out there along with the rabble Bounding on the door like barbarians at the gate stand.
0: Very hard to blame them after some of the things you said, but you're right. It was ugly, and we were lucky to get out of there alive. Now it's looking like it might be the reverse situation here with the Blackstones fans getting way too rowdy as... Stanley Thomas is on first base. Here's the first pitch to Bone McKinney. That's high, but Stanley Thomas is third. He took off for second. Here's the throw down from Alex Swanson. Out at second base. Of course
1: he's out, Dan. He had no business stealing that bag.
0: No, it did not appear to be the right situation. His run really doesn't mean as much as the run at the plate down two, and now we've got... Stanley
1: Thomas stole that base like the opposite of a bat out of hell, Dan. Uh, If anything, he stole the base like a slow-moving dog walking into heaven. Where all dogs go, right, Boom? I don't know what you mean, Dan. Oh, it's a film.
0: Uh, For children. You're right. You shouldn't have seen it.
1: Here's the second pitch. I see plenty of kids' movies, Dan. I like to go out uh, by myself to the theater. You know, just comfortable clothes, a nice loose sweatpants, a big trench coat. and no. I like to get some buttery popcorn and just settle in for a nice children's movie. I'm a fixture in the children's cinema world of Woonsocket, as we all know. I donate hundreds of dollars every few years to the uh, children's theater here in Woonsocket. Yeah. I love the puppet shows, Dan. They delight and confuse me. How are they making them talk like that? It's a person. It's a person with their hand in the puppet, booth. Yeah, Dan, I know the puppets are supposed to be people, but I still do not understand how they make those crazy sounds.
0: Here's the 1-1 to Bones McKinney, and that's a swinging strike. Bones looks a little lost here against Jonathan Kane, and he's back in the box. Jonathan Kane, ready to deliver the 1-2 pitch. And a swing and a miss. Wow, yeah. Kane just had his number in that at-bat. Bones, who's had such a great season, didn't look great there. And just like that, it's two outs. An inning that started so promisingly, a comeback's looking much tougher now. Tim Carroll coming up to bat.
1: I wonder if Bones McKinney uh, was rattled by some of the bad blood out there on the field, Dan. He's really never seen this rivalry as we have. That's right. This is new to him, but someone
0: who has seen it, Tim Carroll, who on his way to the batter's box, stops and has a word with Jamie McCoy, the first baseman for the unionizers, And he's sort of saying it looks like, hey, watch your guys, I'll watch mine. And I think that's a good move on Tim's part. I hope Tim told him
1: to wash his guys because some of those unionizers look just dirty, Dan. I, I doubt he told them to wash his guys. Dan, I think he said to him, you wash some of your guys and I'll wash mine and maybe you could wash some of my guys and I'll wash one or two of yours. I don't know why. You don't know why, Dan? I'll I tell know. you why. Because Tim respects a game of baseball, and he knows that sometimes your guys get sweaty. And he knows that the visiting locker rooms here in Woonsocket aren't up to snuff, so he's inviting some of the unionizers over to our locker rooms to wash them. Whatever he said, Barnaby Cooper is
0: applauding him Dan, and Dan, I took happy a lip-reading
1: course at Woonsocket Community College about 19 years ago, and if you think I've forgotten a single second of that course, you're right then I'll, I'll
0: trust that perhaps he might have said something about washing. I just still don't understand why he would do that. Here's the first pitch. Tim jumps all over it, lifts a soft line drive to left. That falls in the third baseman. Luckner Belfort heading after it. Tim's still going to have a play at first base because Tim is so very slow. The throw is not in time, and Tim's on with a single. And now the tying run comes to the plate in the form of Rolando Reyes. Now, uh,
1: about Luckner Belfort. Uh, yes. What really, about it? um an interesting character, you know, big shoes to fill as he took over for a uh, Russian oligarch, Vladislav Golovin, who was a. Uh patrolling the uh, third base side of the field last season. And and truly a terrible baseball player, we should say. The shoes
0: he's filling well, are not Dan, on the uh, field's
1: talent. Uh, t- how can you really be terrible at something that you are not? Uh, Golovin was not a baseball player, Dan. He was a wealthy man with uh, unlimited influence. And yes. now that he is off the team, the uh, United States government has lifted the uh, numerous sanctions, economic and otherwise, put in place against the Unionizers, and they are free to uh, continue continue operating as they normally would. That's right. And its I would say it's good for
0: baseball. As much as we hate when the unionizers are good, them being this talented again, having all this young talent and not old Russian oligarchs or comedians like Jerry Seinfeld on the team, things like that were not great for baseball. This is good for the game. What's happening here as Kane is going to put Rolando Reyes on intentionally And Nathan Duquette's going to come up with
1: two runners-on as the go-ahead run. Now, Dookie is glowing, Dan, really. You can see it in his skin. He is literally glowing uh, due to some of the uh, new health science techniques that he has adopted. Uh, He has been swallowing uranium pills, Dan. Oh, my. uh, Attempting to um, what the doctors are calling nuclearize his nucleuses. And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing all that right, Dan. I'm not a man of science. But you got to appreciate Dookie going above and beyond to irradiate himself for the good of the team. I I appreciate
0: it. I... I'm a little bit scared about how quickly these things are advancing. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, he was just into some healthy patterns, and now Dan, instead he was he's, sleeping in a coffin. You're right. That was a bit much. I guess I see a big leap between sleeping in a coffin, which just seems a little bit weird to me, to ingesting uranium and physically glowing on the field, which he is doing now. Dan, look at him. He's absolutely glorious. And he's hitting 354. So he's it's might be working, and I would hate to see it take over. I would hate to see it really spread throughout the game. I don't want a glowing Dan, I would leaf. hate to see
1: it spread throughout his body, and that's why he is wearing an entirely lead uniform today. So I don't think he's going to be stealing any bases, Dan. Here's the first pitch to Nathan
0: Duquette. He's swinging at the first pitch, and that's a single into right field. A ground ball single through the right side, and the bases are loaded as Chip Chutley gets to it in time to prevent Tim from scoring, of course, because Tim is just now getting to third. Bases are loaded here for Diedrich Dahlbeck. Wow. Talk about a big spot for the youngster who's in there for Barney Gilligan today.
1: Things are getting tense. Uh, You can see that uh, Diedrich, the calm German that he is, is not prepared for the level of vitriol being spewed at him from the Unionizers' dugout. Bases are loaded for
0: Diedrich Dahlbeck. Here's the first pitch from Jonathan Kane. That's a strike. Just gets the low and inside corner of the plate. Now, a lot
1: of people don't know that uh, Dahlbeck's great-grandfather was actually a guard at Bergen-Belsen. Uh, he was apparently one of the quote-unquote good ones, Dan, but oh what does God. that mean in this historical context? Yeah, you know, you keep bringing it up... Uh...
0: I don't think we should ignore history, boom, even uh, the ugly parts of our past, but... Holy moly, I don't want to talk to you about this right now during the baseball you gotta
1: game. you got to wonder how Unionizer's owner, Garth Steinberg, a notorious Jewish individual, uh, feels about playing against the great-grandson of a former Nazi. I would say he probably wants Dahlbeck to be striking out.
0: Here's the second pitch of the at-bat. That's a ball just outside. We've got a one-and-one count. The bases are loaded. The Blackstone's only down two after having no life throughout this game. Diedrich Dahlbeck could put them ahead with one swing in the back. And
1: look at this, Dan. Diedrich Dahlbeck has actually called time. Barnaby Cooper seems to be giving him a few seconds. And Diedrich is cracking open a copy of oh, no. Heidegger's Three Philosophies. I don't see how this has any place in the game of baseball, Dan.
0: Seems like Cooper is not a fan of it either because he doesn't think there should be reading happening on the field, and he's warning both benches. He's saying, if anybody else pulls out a book, I'm tossing
1: somebody else. But wait, look at this, Dan. Dollback appears to be having some sort of epiphany. Oh, boy. You can see it written across every line of his face, Dan, and he's closing the book, tossing it to the bat boy, and he's back in the box, Dan. Wow. He really seems like he has found some sort of inner peace. Heidegger has really gotten through to Dahlbeck, and let's see what
0: he can do with the bat. Here's the pitch. That's down the left field line. Will it stay fair? It does. That's in the corner. Carroll scores. Reyes scores. Duquette scores. And just like that, the Blackstones have taken a 4-3 lead here in the eighth inning.
1: Well, look at that, Dan. Diedrich Dahlbeck took just enough time off from contemplating the vagaries of our existence to absolutely smack one down the line, Dan. That is truly stupid. And Tim Carroll, instead of going back to the dugout,
0: runs back onto the field at Jamie McCoy at first base and slides into his leg, spikes up, and now the benches are clearing. This is not
1: good barricade the door wow. there could be some visiting fans here in one today
0: it is getting ugly out there as punches are being thrown and once again the blackstones and the unionizers bad blood has boiled over
1: you knew it wasn't long before the bench is clear dan and i gotta commend tim carroll for standing up for his guys today and sliding into an unguarded and unaware player with his spikes up Diedrich Dahlbeck sitting, legs crossed
0: on second base, appears to still be feeling that inner peace, but everyone else around him is fighting. And Travis Hill clearly learned a lot in the Unionizers Academy because he is tearing certain Blackstones players limb from limb. He just threw Sam Sklar aside like he was a bag of candy, boom.
1: Now, Diedrich Dahlbeck, in the midst of the fray, uh, continues to sit there. I wonder if he is trying to answer for the crimes of his grandfather. I, I mean,
0: I I cannot speak to that, other than to say that we are all still paying dearly for the sins of our ancestors.
1: Dan, the gloves are off here, and Barnaby Cooper seems to have no interest in shutting this fight down. He seems to be mouthing it's part of the game. Let him after it.
0: Let him after it. I am seeing him say that. And wow, to your credit, Tim Carroll has pulled out a sponge, and he's being held back, but it looks like he's trying to wash some of the unionizers out
1: there. This game is quite extraordinary. You know who else washed his followers, Dan? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm not saying Timmy's Jesus, but I am saying he's my Savior, Dan.
0: Things seem to be clearing up out there. Barnaby Cooper's asking, "Are you sure? You guys sure you don't want to keep fighting?" But it seems like they've gotten everything out. A lot of people bruised and bloody. This is going to take a while for the league to sort out here. But we are going to be coming
1: down from on high, Dan. I mean, Tim Carroll. Um, he did. Uh, he did initiate the proceedings, so you can expect a hefty fine coming his way, but Definitely. he's insulated as a player coach. They can they can only ding one of themselves. Inexplicably, that is
0: the case. As player and manager, Tim can only be suspended as one of those things. So he'll either be uh, managing or playing over the coming days if a suspension does come down, which we expect it to...
2: Uh, seems like Elaine Hill's microphone...
0: Travis is still on. I, I don't know why she still has the microphone. Can we get somebody on?
2: If that was Travis, he would have remembered the lullaby. All
0: right. Well, we're, uh, we're going to head to break Travis. while they clean up down on the field and while we Travis. get things straightened out here at WOON, where the Blackstones oh, have taken the lead here in the lullaby, 8th boy. on the Blackstones Radio Network. Welcome back to One Rhode Island. It's the top of the ninth inning where the Blackstones lead 4-3 to three over their division rivals, the Yonkers Unionizers. If you're just joining us, you've missed an exciting one My here. My goodness, Dan. Oh, you're reacting to just the game in general, right. My goodness. The Blackstones are in the field. Closer Jack Cohn on the mound looking to close this one out. And the sight I'm seeing out there is quite unusual as the Blackstones have only fielded Six players following the brawl after the last inning. The only players remaining in the game are right fielder Diedrich Dahlbeck, who's playing a sort of right center. Sam Sklar's in there. He's the catcher, but looking a bit worse for wear. Didn't bring his pads out. Hope nothing hits him out
1: there. He's just sitting back glove. I think he's more embarrassed than anything. That could be so. Concussion protocol's overrated, Dan. He's fine. On the infield,
0: we've just got Nathan Duquette and Zelio Tapazzini. They're playing the corners. Dookie is absolutely glowing, Dan. Look at him out there. In the outfield is also Stanley Thomas III and on the mound Jack Cohn. Cone, he's had a rough stretch of it so far, but he's looking to pick up his third save of the season to make the Blackstone 6-8 and eight and try to climb a little bit higher in the division after some struggles out of the gate so far. Here's Luckner Belfort coming up to bat. Luckner, the third baseman, stands in there. Here's the pitch. That's a line out right at Nathan Duquette. Perfectly positioned. Uh, that might have gotten through if we had a full complement of players out there. But...
1: Or if Dukey wasn't full of dangerous chemicals.
0: Yes, and he, he did have a quick reaction time, almost as though he could sense that it was coming before it actually happened like some sort of superhero.
1: His reactions are as sharp as a Spartan farmer's scythe, Dan. And with one
0: out in the ninth inning, we will pause briefly for station identification here on WOON, the Blackstone's radio network. They acknowledged me today, the zeptods, Each one I came across stopped what it was doing when I got close and, uh, Pointed off to what I, what I believe is the Northwest. But why now? After ignoring me f- for so long, what do they want? Does the world know I still exist somewhere? Jamie McCoy up to bat now. Surprising to me that he's still in the game because he was very much a part of that brawl. But as we've mentioned, Barnaby Cooper seemed to respect the
1: brawl more than anything. And Barnaby Cooper respects veterans, Dan. That's why Jamie McCoy and Tim Carroll not thrown out.
0: Here's the first pitch to Jamie McCoy, and that's popped up on the infield, and Jack Cohn's calling for it. He's a very aggressive player, so he's not even going to let anyone else grab it, and he
1: hauls it in for out number two. Two pitches, two outs here in the ninth. Jack Cone is in such control right now, Dan. His command is absolutely out of this world. Wish we had seen this in a couple of the blown saves he's had so
0: far this season, but... What we're getting here is good enough. Alex Swanson coming up to bat. He came in earlier after Garv McClintock was thrown out in the third inning.
1: And this is what you watch for, Dan. When these two teams get together, you know there's going to be fireworks. Like it's the 5th of July and you have a few fireworks left over. First pitch to Alex Swanson. Swinging
0: strike at a slider that danced out of the zone, and he couldn't get on top of it.
1: Dan, I cannot
0: get over Jack Cohn right now. The movement on that pitch was uh, better than we've seen from him all year. That was beautiful. Sometimes he just gets out there, and he gets frustrated, and he's just whipping fastballs, but he's got movement on those pitches tonight. That was a 9-3 slider, Dan. Here's the pitch from Jack Cohn,
1: and that's a backdoor slider. Catches the inside corner of the plate for strike two. Jack Cohn went knocking at the back door, and guess what, Dan? Someone was home, and now he's out two
0: strikes on alex swanson he'll be out soon dan that's right he sure will that's i i should have known that you were just calling it in i'm an eternal optimist dan here's the pitch from cone blows a fastball by him and boy oh boy you were right boom strike three to alex swanson and jack cone works an impressive ninth inning to save this one the blackstones
1: now dan i'm not saying i can see the future okay yeah i'm not saying that no what I am saying is that I have an acute sense of events that will happen. Incredible. This is not something you've brought up before, and we, we talk all the time. Dan, all I'm saying is have a conversation with your wife later. Oh, my God. Boom.
0: Blackstones win this one. They're now 6-8 and eight on the season and pull a little bit closer to the unionizers who currently lead in the division.
1: We're clawing our way up the division, Dan, like hungry wolves who are fought by the Spartan Youth Academy attendees.
0: There are celebrations happening here in One Socket, and some conversations to be had here as well for WON, the Blackstones Radio Network. I'm Dan Santarillo, and I'm Boom Donaldson.
1: Oh my goodness, what a game! My
0: chin. And that inexplicably appears to still be love. Elaine Hill. I mean, did drive she take the microphone? Child. Is that what happened? Ooh, for WON, uh, we will see you next time for more Blackstones easier.
2: baseball. When I find you, things are gonna get brighter. Blackstone's Radio is produced and edited by Martin Nolan, starring Matt Stofsky as Boom Donaldson and Martin Nolan as Dan Santarillo, featuring Charlotte Calvert as Elaine Hill, Nathan Duquette as Nathan Duquette, and Clay Grable as the station identifier. Executive producer and credits read by Dana Pellerin. Logo by Rose Milgram. Theme song by Kevin Flynn. Remember to follow Blackstones Radio on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and carry us with you in your hearts always. Special thanks to Jack Nolan, Nathan Duquette, Sam Sklar, Jackie Bradley Jr., and Baseball.